No, cash is not king. Cash flow is king. Running a trucking company requires a lot of attention to detail. If you allow anything to fall through the cracks, then it could wind up costing your company a lot of money. Back in part two of our roadmap series, we discussed the basics of cash flow because the biggest reason owner operators fail is not having enough money saved up before going on their own to manage startup costs, maintenance emergencies, or lagging payments after finishing a load. Now it's time to dig into the details. So let's get in the loop with Luke and dive in. So what is cash flow? Cash flow is simply the amount of money coming in versus coming out of the company. It is your inflow and outflow of cash. You have positive cash flow. This allows you to pay bills, reinvest into your business, and build a safety net for maintenance issues, low freight rate cycles, and more. If you have negative cash flow, you can try to survive while living in debt and hope your negative cash flow doesn't kill your business. Now, the way you control positive cash flow is to speed up the inflow and reduce the cash outflow. This is what we will talk about in detail today. The issue for new owner operators is not having money coming in for at least 30 days after completing their first few loads because on average, you won't be paid for it until your 30, 60, or 90 day invoice from the shipper. So this begs the question, how do you manage cash flow so you can pay for fuel, insurance, food, and more during startup? As we discussed previously, when starting out as a new owner operator, you should ideally have saved up for at least six months of operation, which is around $100,000 for a single truck owner operator. Is it really that expensive? Well, on average, truck expenses alone is usually around fifteen dollars to $20,000 per month for a single truck. And this can be worse during a market downtrend because diesel prices, inflation, or interest rates are high. Now, many of you are already running your own business, so what can you do? Let's break this into two sections, manage inflow and manage outflows. To increase inflow, we need more money coming in or speed up when that money comes in. Four ways to do this is to charge more, use factoring or broker quick pay options, work with trusted shippers directly, and follow up on invoices. Charge more. Many trucking companies experience cash flow problems because they don't charge enough per mile to cover their expenses. Maybe you don't realize it, but the race for quick, cheap loads hurts companies more than helps. If you accept these super low rates, then the shipper assumes they can continue to get away with it. But you are the one moving the product. You are the professional. So make sure you know what your costs and worth are. The most important thing for you to do for every load is determine your truck freight rate and costs per mile so you can cover your expenses and expected profit. Just remember that these rates will fluctuate depending on your routes, if you're going in or leaving certain regions, and more. To calculate costs per mile, you need to examine your current expenses and forecast the numbers of miles you plan to drive this year. Then divide the expenses and profit by the miles. A truck freight rate is a price a shipper or broker will pay you to haul a load. While this sounds simple, these rates per mile can vary significantly depending on your time of year and current fuel prices. The most important number when it comes to calculating truck rate is the number of miles between your starting point and the destination. After distance, you need to know the weight of the shipment. 
to control costs, you must carefully manage the overall weight loading for your fleet. If you start with a higher rate for heavy loads, even if the shipper negotiates a discount, you will still end up with more total revenue. Lastly is the shipment density, so you know how much room a shipment will take up in your truck. Once you know the weight of the shipment, calculating the shipment density is simple. All you do is divide the cargo weight by its cubic feet. Now to find the best trucking rates with load boards, you should gauge load activity by origin and destination with load density. This means find out how many trucks are already in the lanes you want to travel and whether negotiations will be favorable, balanced, or unfavorable. Then monitor load to truck ratios. In general, as the number of available trucks rise, rates go down. And as the number of available loads rises, rates go up. And then search high paying loads across lanes. But be careful, you don't wanna get stuck in a region and find it hard to get out without losing money. You may find it better to accept a decent load and have another decent load out versus a great load going in and losing money or being stuck without a load to go out. This dance of loads, lanes, and rates is hard to manage, so if you can find a trusted broker, you can pass the headache to them. But as always, this comes with a fee. Temporarily, use factoring or broker quick pay. Factoring is the selling of the invoice after you complete the load to the factoring company. Doing this allows you to get paid that same day, but with a cut for the factoring service. Carriers then use that cash to fund operating expenses moving forward. The goal here is to look for good factoring rates. Factoring companies often take 10% for their service, but you can see them as low as 5%, so look around. If you are dealing with slower cash inflow, then factoring is an opportunity to manage the marketing downtrend until things get better. However, factoring should only be a temporary solution. So find ways to save and prepare for slow invoices so you are not dependent on giving away your profits to another company. Another option with brokers is their quick pay programs. Depending on the broker and your relationships with them, they may offer to pay for your invoice early in one to seven days and take a one to 5% fee. This option is cheaper than dealing with a factoring company, but may not be available with all brokers and they determine the terms and costs. Work with shippers directly. Load boards are not the only source of loads. The best way to find reliable, high paying freight loads is to focus on your sales efforts to get your own trucking contracts. This effort is time consuming and often difficult, but it is worth the time. In the next video, we will discuss how to build these relationships. However, when it comes to customers and cash flow, here is what you need to know. First, vet your customers carefully by understanding their risk profile. To guard against payment default, you should regularly check the credit ratings of the companies you serve. A low or declining credit score could mean that a customer or broker is in financial trouble. So you should run credit checks and bank references. Learn from their other vendors on how they pay their bills. Keep notes on customer payment history and then avoid slow paying customers. Some factoring companies and other financial providers offer free credit scores and days to pay information on thousands of brokers and shippers. And second, state your terms clearly on both the credit application, rate advisory, and invoices before moving the load with them. Follow up on invoices. Remember, our goal right now is to increase money coming in or the speed which way they come in. 
However, businesses are often too busy running day-to-day -day operations to remember to follow up with clients about paying past due invoices. While mistakes happen, invoices can sometimes get lost in the shuffle. If you aren't following up on your open invoices, you're leaving cash on the table and your cash flow will be slow. It is best practice to invoice your customers every day versus saving those invoices up as a batch and send out a week or two later. Then create a follow-up plan that helps you professionally collect on your invoices from your clients in a timely manner. Simply make receivable calls the day an invoice is due. Work with receivables weekly and run account receivable reports weekly. If you do this well, it can also be a great way to check in with your customers and strengthen your relationships. Now, the other side of cash flow. To slow down the outflow, we need to find ways to spend less or move when the bills need to be paid to a later date. Four ways to do this are how to use IFTA correctly, set up fuel cards and tire or maintenance accounts, manage rate negotiations, and find other operational inefficiencies use IFTA correctly. Typically, fuel is the largest operating cost in a trucking company, and the average truck today can consume more than 20,000 gallons of fuel a year, costing more than $70,000. In fact, due to record high fuel prices and the roller coaster swings in 2022, fuel prices became the top concern in trucking, according to Atri's annual issues report. Unfortunately, many carriers purchase fuel using the wrong strategy, leaving thousands of dollars on the table. Fuel purchases are governed by IFTA and are subject to taxes due or refunds. Buying fuel at a location that has the cheapest pump price does not guarantee you the cheapest fuel. Why? Because each state sells fuel at a different price and taxes the fuel at its own rate. On top of this, the International Fuel Tax Agreement, or IFTA, requires that you pay taxes to each state or Canadian province that you drive through regardless of where you bought the fuel. Specifically, you have to pay for the fuel consumed and sometimes miles traveled in their jurisdiction. Smart carriers develop a strategy to help optimize their fuel purchases. This concept is easier to explain with an example. Let's assume you have the option of buying fuel in Illinois or in Missouri. Here are the per gallon pump prices from a few years ago. Illinois was $3.39, Missouri $3.25. Where would you buy your fuel? At first glance, Missouri has the cheaper fuel. Seems like the obvious choice, right? Let's look at the same numbers, but with more details. Illinois with $3.39 is $2.97 pre-tax and 42 cents taxed. Missouri has $3.25, but $3.08 pre-tax and at 17 cents taxed. Although Missouri has the cheaper pump price, Illinois has the cheaper pre-tax price. Illinois is the better deal because you are paying a lower base price for the fuel. Then using your IFTA calculations, you can add the relevant taxes later as required. The numbers add up when you drive thousands of miles every month. Using this strategy, you could rack up huge savings that simply drop to your bottom line as profit. There's a simple Excel spreadsheet calculator in the description below that you can use as part of your trip planning process. 
utilize fuel cards and tires or maintenance accounts. Fuel cards are payment cards that can help you get discounts on your diesel purchases from a network of fuel stations, which will help you maintain cash flow. These cards function like a credit card, where you can make the necessary fuel purchases through the card and get 60 to 90 extra days to come up with the cash to repay the bill. Based on price point, fuel cards are categorized into fixed price fuel cards and pump price fuel cards. In fixed price fuel cards, the fuel is determined for the whole week and you are informed a week ahead. So if you expect a rise in fuel prices in the upcoming days, you can refill at lower prices. On the other hand, with pump price fuel cards, you'll be charged according to the price displayed on the pump. Apart from fuels, few companies also allow you to buy additional items such as toll payments or similar expenses like lubricants, car washes, and more. While a fuel card is the best way to optimize the fuel expenses, not all fuel stations will accept your fuel cards and not all the fuel card companies give you the same discounts. To choose the best fuel card for your business, you must consider different factors such as location, discounts, type of vehicle, and more. For location, some fuel cards will only work in a particular region or at certain fuel stations. If you are a local or a small fleet operator that runs in a particular area, choosing a brand or fleet fuel card with a limiting operating territory can be a cost-efficient choice. For discounts, fuel card providers offer different types of discounts from point of sale and rebates. Point of sale discounts reduce the fuel cost at the time of purchase. The company immediately provides the amount to the fuel card company, which reverts it to the fuel station. On the other hand, in the rebate model, the fleet receives the fuel receipts for the total amount of fuel purchased at the end of the month. So what card is the best? Well, we aren't sponsored, so we won't pitch anything. However, some trucking businesses use several fuel cards simultaneously. This is particularly helpful if they don't cost anything for you to use and you want to maximize access to different stations. But research routes and costs to determine whether this makes sense for your business. Like the fuel card, tire and maintenance accounts are credit accounts that defer payments of big expenses to pay them later. Most cards provide detailed monthly reports on transactions and let you set restrictions on purchases. This eliminates the risk of your drivers fudging on their expense reports and costing your fleet more money. Managing rate changes. Look, freight recessions come and go and the bull and bear cycles are vicious. In 2023, we are in a bear market with a chance of a recession hitting this summer. If a shipper asks for a rate cut of 10 to 15%, Instead of accepting it across your business, take a lane-by-lane -lane approach to negotiation versus a unilateral cut. On the flip side, just because the shipper is asking for a rate reduction, don't be shy about asking for an increase if one is needed. Just note that a carrier might have to work with the shipper on a series of increases that gets the rate where it needs to be. Find inefficiencies in your operation. Efficiency is key to profitability, and your trucking business makes money by optimizing efficiency. After all, if your truck spends days idling and wasting fuel, you won't be profitable. Instead, make sure that you're maximizing your equipment utilization to ensure that you're generating the most revenue possible of your fixed expenses. Look at any other inefficiencies you may have in your business as they could be costing you in the long run. To find them, analyze all your expenses. Ask yourself if the expenses are necessary and if there are cheaper solutions that can provide the same results. 
understanding your business expenses can help you become more efficient operationally and financially. Additionally, make sure you are limiting mistakes, especially with DOT violations that can cost you thousands, leave you out of service on the road, ruin business relationships, and increase future insurance rates. Well, there you have it. This was a very long video with lots of tips. Feel free to rewind, take more notes, and ask us questions in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe as well. The next video in the series is a discussion on finding loads. Can't wait? Check out the other videos in this playlist. And as always, stay safe out there.